There are two types of people in this world. There are those that are really, really excited about what freshmen can do in fall camp, and there are people that are completely off the rails, unhinged about expectations for freshmen in fall camp. It is what it is. Anyway, stick around. You are locked on Ole Miss. Your daily podcast on the Ole Miss Rebels. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Thanks for making the Locked On Ole Miss podcast your first listen every day. We're free and, in fact, available wherever you get your podcast, including YouTube. We're part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day, or more importantly, Ole Miss every day. Hi, I'm Stephen Willis, and this is the Locked On Ole Miss podcast. Thanks for tuning in on this, what is this, Thursday? Man, it's Thursday already. We are entering in the worst couple of weeks in the college football calendar for college football fans, but we're going to try and press for, press through it and try and figure out some different stuff to keep you entertained. Anyway, today I did want to talk about those freshmen that we talked about in the opening that are coming up in this fall camp. We have a top five list of freshmen that could contribute this year. And actually we have four players that could contribute on the field and one player that can contribute to the team. Um, we'll explain that as it goes along as well. But it's five really, really good football players and I think the list starts with Suntarian Perkins, right? And he's an Under Armour All-American. He's a five-star-plus type player. And, you know, you look on there, he's ranked 14th nationally by the On3 consensus, number one linebacker in America, 6'1.5", 205 is what he's listed at. I think he's probably bigger than that. And when you look at shots uh, that Ole Miss is releasing, he looks like he's in pretty good shape. Now, the question is, what do you do with Suntarian Perkins, right? How do you make him be the best version of himself as a freshman? Because people still fight and argue about what Patrick Willis did his first year at Ole Miss um, to this day. How do you make Suntarian Perkins into this special player that we all think can happen? And I think the, the answer to that is by moving him around, essentially. And if you can do that, you will change different locations. Like put him at Jack, at outside linebacker, let him rush the quarterback. Put him at Will linebacker and let him run around. Put him at Husky slash star, whatever they're calling that position, and let him affect where the defense can't lock on to where exactly this player is going to be. And you can use that in a real similar manner to what LSU used it with with Harold Perkins Last year, no relation, by the way. And understanding that means that Pete Golden could have an excellent toy in his toy box. And I think it's also important to know that after spring practice, you heard some of the talking heads around Ole Miss football talking about a need for linebackers to be recruited. They weren't high on Monty Montgomery. They weren't high on Jeremiah Jean-Baptiste. weren't high on Ashanti C. Strunk. Wasn't high on Kari Coleman. And they're like, well, we need to go to the transfer portal and get a new linebacker. Well, Ole Miss didn't do it. And why did I not do it? Because they knew Suntarian was coming in. So this is a player out of Raleigh, Mississippi, when you look at his highlights, that played 3A football. But his state championship game 
is something that he is going to be able to tell his grandkids about. So just this is a little write-up that On3 had about him. They had a paragraph. He's ranked at the five-star recruit by On3. He signed with Ole Miss, obviously. Under Armour All-American game, Mr. Football and MHS 3AA 3A. He played running back and linebacker in high school, leading Raleigh to his first state title in 2022. He ran 32 times for 331 yards and four touchdowns. That's offensively. He's not even going to play offense at Ole Miss. That's absolutely nuts. Can you imagine running the ball 32 times and averaging 10 yards a carry in the state title game? That's crazy. Now, this is the other key part. He had six tackles in the game-sealing interception on defense. He is the reason Raleigh won that state championship. Absolutely the reason they won that state championship. He finished with 267 tackles and 10 sacks over his high school career. He was also named MVP of the Mississippi-Alabama All-Star Game after 10 tackles and three tackles for loss. And like I say, uh, I've, I've said many times on this show, he was absolutely the best player um, at the Under Armour All-American game that I saw. He, his numbers didn't jump out. There's people like Zachariah Branch and all that that popped. But anytime they played football, this guy made an impact. And that's just the way it was. He was predominantly a will linebacker in the Under Armour All-American game. But, like I said, if you take this player and you make him stand out in a different way, you have a chance to be pretty special with what's going on. Because if you can keep the offense from being able to know exactly where they're going to run up, you're going to affect play calling, you're going to affect protections. All of that stuff could be weapons for Pete Golding as the defense moves forward. So, the second player on the list is Aiden Williams. This is another Under Armour All-American game now, uh, player. Now, I know I'm not throwing out any surprises or anything like that in this situation, but Aiden is a good football player. When you look at his numbers, he was a consensus four-star, as high as a top 50 player. He also had a round the top 100 spot and then 150 and below. His consensus number was 82 and the number two player in Mississippi, number 16 wide receiver in the country. He's six foot three, 190. I stood next to him. He's ever bit of that. He's from Ridgeland High School in Ridgeland, Mississippi. Now, this is what you need to know about Aiden. Aiden went to the Under Armour All-American game. And one of the things that I look at, and I've said this many times, my everydayers can attest to this, is whenever I go to the game, I don't want to see numbers. I don't want to program. I don't want to know what I'm looking at. I can do that after the game starts. But I want to know if the person I'm there to sit there is the one that stands out at the beginning of a football game. Does he belong on the field? Is he the star of a high school football game? That is what I want to see. And I went down to the Under Armour All-American game and looked around and found Aiden, and he absolutely belonged there. He was unbelievably a polished route runner. His hands were potentially the best on the field and unbelievably smooth looking. Now, Zachariah Branch gets all the headlines because he's an explosive jitterbug type player that made some explosive plays. But if the quarterback play was a little bit better in Orlando, you would have saw Aiden Williams really shine. He actually cooked one play on a double move, Cormani McClain, and ended up 20 yards wide open, but the quarterback overthrew the ball. Stuff like that. All-star games can be very, very weird indeed. But this is a player 
that Ole Miss should be very, very excited that is going to be in Oxford. He's the new number one. Um, Suntarian Perkins, by the way, number four. You think number four is going to sell some uniforms in Oxford? Well, the new number one is Aiden Williams and our wide receiver tradition that kind of started with um, Laquan Treadwell, went to A.J. Brown, over to um, Jonathan Mingo. All of those players got drafted. The next player up is Aiden Williams. And I'm, I'm very impressed about what this kid can be for Ole Miss. Anyway, I do want to let you know that this show is brought to you by the FanDuel Sportsbook. Baseball season is in full swing, and there's no better place to get in on the action than FanDuel. It's America's number one sportsbook. Because right now, new customers can get a no-sweat first bet of up to $1,000. That's up to $1,000 back in bonus bets if your first bet does not win. Just go to FanDuel.com slash locked on and you can join today. Now, I do realize that Mississippi is a brick-and-mortar sports gambling state. You have to go to a casino to be able to sports gamble in that state. But if you're going to Louisiana, if you're going to Tennessee, to border states, it is important to realize that FanDuel is available there. Um, if you go to the Tulane game, New Orleans, Baton Rouge, Shreveport, Delta, Louisiana, you can use the FanDuel Sportsbook app. And up in Tennessee, Memphis, Jackson, Tennessee, Nashville, Gatlinburg, Knoxville, all of those places, Chattanooga, can make it to where FanDuel is the thing for you. So don't miss out on your chance to snag a no-sweat-first bet of up to $1,000 when you join FanDuel today. Just go to FanDuel.com slash locked on to sign up. FanDuel, an official partner of Major League Baseball, and Major League Baseball trademarks are used with permission. All right, thanks again for making the Locked On Ole Miss podcast your first listen every day. Every dayers, tomorrow on the show, we will continue working towards this media. We're trying to get to media days. If we can get to media days, we're in good shape. But the next two weeks are going to be very difficult. And honestly, I'm going to earn my money over the next two weeks. We're setting up interviews in the future. We're going to have some unique content. And obviously, we have our segments to where we can show our work, unlike other podcasts out there. So, Tune in for that, and it should be a lot of fun. Anyway, it's your team every day. Ole Miss every day. That's what we do. Anyway, subscribe to the YouTube channel. All right, our number three player on the list that we're going through is Kedrick Ruscano. Um, MVP of the Polynesian Bowl, Kedrick Ruscano. And the one thing that you notice from Kedrick is Ole Miss's running backs. Ole Miss has a type, Okay. You can see he's basically near a top 100 player on on three and rivals, um, a little bit higher on 247 and a 280 player on ESPN. His composite ranking is 129. He's the number seven running back in the country, number 23 player in Texas. And Michigan State was all up in this recruitment. They got a commitment at one time. They ended up decommitting and ended up being a signing day type thing to where, you know, he had to decide. But Kedrick Toscano ultimately chose the good guys. Now, what does this mean? Now, we have Quinshawn Judkins and we have Ulysses Bentley. Those are the two big bell cows in Ole Miss's offense. But as we saw in 2020 and 2021, the offense actually works better when there's three different styles of running backs and they all can be used. Whenever you had Henry Parrish and Snoop Connor and Jerry and Ely, even though we ran for more yards last year because the running back room last year was more talented, 
it, the running game and the offensive views were probably bigger and better in 2020 and 2021. The explosive factor of going from a Snoop Connor to slam the door to a Jerry and Ely for that lightning bug to a Henry Parrish to tote the mail, that should not be lost going into the season. Now, this season has a chance to be really interesting when you compare the running backs that Ole Miss has. You have a running back that is Quinshawn Judkins that you, Snoop Connor, I mean, it, like times two. It, really, really talented running back, most talented running back in college football. Ulysses Bentley the fourth. he's got a little Jerry and Ely in him. He's, he's that lightning bug. When he's healthy, he is a weapon. And then you have Keidra Griscano, which is a Henry Paris type running back times two. Now, if you, you look at him, he's, he's unbelievably agile. And one of the things you notice is Ole Miss always recruits running backs with great lateral movement. That is the secret weapon. Everybody wants to talk about 40 time or speed or upper body strength or vision and things like that. Lateral movement is where Lane Kiffin is making his bones when it comes to running backs at Ole Miss. It, it, really, really impressive stuff to see from him. I think he has a chance to be a really good running back. I do think that you might see a season where Quinshawn, he doesn't rush for 1,600 yards. He's back at around that 1,200-yard mark. And the reason of that is he has three guys that they can distribute carries in between. And you will see Kendrick Criscano having a day where he there's a game that he rushes for 70 yards or something like that. He's an impressive running back. He was the MVP of the Polynesian Bowl. And this isn't a situation anymore to where the U.S. Army All-American game and the Under Armour All-American game are the only two. If you looked at the Polynesian Bowl this past year, there were players that played in the Army game or the Under Armour game that also played in that game because it's a free trip to Hawaii. And Ruscano was able to line up and show out in that environment and rush for over 100 yards and be the MVP of the game. Very, very impressive stuff. All right, the fourth player on the list is Jamarius Brown. He, he. Well, I got the picture wrong there. Um, sorry about that. Um, that's actually Kedra Cascano on the picture. But Jamarius Brown is the fourth guy. Again, we were trying ambitious shows, and every now and then you miss some, miss some steps. Um, Jamarius Brown, four-star player out of Moss Point, Mississippi, top 250 player on on three and rivals. Um, a little bit outside that when it comes to 247. Um, 247 actually puts him as a three-star. That That's ridiculous. And ESPN rates him at about 47. His consensus is about 260, I think. Um, my old eyes may be telling me wrong. He's number five player in Mississippi. Number 35 defensive lineman in the country. 6'2", 270 pounds out of Moss Point, Mississippi. Um, when it comes to Moss Point, Chris Osgood, Moss Point. Just whatever. I just want to throw that out there. Um, so, Jamarius Brown is a defensive lineman, and his video actually pops. He made plays in the Mississippi-Alabama game where him and Suntarian were on the field at the same time. Basically, Jamarius took care of the middle of the field, and Suntarian just ran around and made plays on the outside. Alabama could do nothing with them in the offense. Alabama ended up winning the game, but it was one of those late games. It was an all-star thing. But... Whenever they were actually trying to play and they were on the field together, those two almost single-handedly shut down inside and outside. And what you see with Jamarius, 
is a player, honestly, a lot like J.J. Pegues, to where you're going to sign him. You think he might grow into a three technique. Um, he's athletic enough to play in. He's actually played linebacker in. He's blocked a punt in high school, running back. He caught passes. You're talking about somebody at the high school level that was an insane athlete. Think J.J. Pegues, honestly. And whenever you deal with players like that, you just get them into campus and figure out what they can do because they are going to make your team absolutely better. He could be the player that pops out of nowhere and is playing in games this fall. The one that you think about is like, wow, okay, that, that's interesting. It could be Jarius Bryant. So it's something to pay attention to as well. Anyway, when we come back, we will talk about the fifth player that we are looking forward to in fall camp that we have a chance to contribute to the team. This player may not necessarily be in games, but he is absolutely going to contribute to the team, and he's unbelievably important, and we'll tell you everything that's going on with him as well. So stick around. Thanks for making the Locked On Ole Miss podcast your first listen every day. We're free and available wherever you get your podcast, including YouTube. Subscribe there. We're part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day, or more importantly, Ole Miss every day. I do want to say thank you to my everydayers, my everyday listeners who tune in and comment and are so active on the platform and everything. Thank you very much for that. We were had a goal for 4,000 before the Mercer game. 4,000 subscribers on the YouTube channel before the Mercer game. We're on pace to hit that before fall camp opens. That's all you. You're the best fans out there. Thank you very much for doing that. Anyway, the last person that we want to talk to and talk about this segment, we gave him a full segment, even though we don't think he'll contribute necessarily on the field, but he'll contribute greatly, and that is Austin Simmons. Austin Simmons was a 2025 quarterback that reclassified to 2023. His age and the way it works is a little bit weird. It's not a situation to where he is, uh, you know, a true sophomore. It's not a 15-year-old out there. We're talking about a player that is a little bit different, a little bit older than you would think. He's 17 years old. At the moment, because he was homeschooled, got his high school credits done by that, and he's been playing athletics ever since, essentially. He's going to get to Ole Miss and have an associate's degree. That That's what we're dealing with with Austin Simmons. But as a 2025 player, you can see um, what they did, and they've changed this because all of them in 2025 had him in the top 50 or 60, okay? This is a laziness that we deal with recruiting sites okay they rated him a four-star because he was a four-star in the 2025 class but they didn't actually break it down and figure out exactly where he goes because that class is done it's on signing day they kind of put that class to bed so they don't want to re-rank reclassify and all of that stuff the stuff that made news back when they were doing it no longer pertains to what they're interested in okay so they've moved on to 2024 and beyond. And, that, and that's absolutely fine. But understand that whenever you see this. In the 2023 cycle, he's consensusing now at like 200. On three ranking, four-star, 21 quarterback. 
nobody has him except rivals in the top 250. And it, it's just a situation where, it's, hey, just plug him in, give him his fourth star, let's get it done. 24-7 is not even playing with it. But make no mistakes, this is his top 50 quarterback that we were talking about in 2025. It's the same guy. It, whenever he reclassified, he did not get worse. So understand what's going on with him. Now, why am I excited about him? Because he is slated to be the fourth-string quarterback at Ole Miss this year. And the reason I'm excited for him is he is going to learn how to lead a team through running the scout team. And everybody makes fun of the scout team and like that's some kind of a punishment. You heard people talk all the time about how Walker Howard was coming to Ole Miss because he didn't want to run scout team. He wanted to develop and do whatever he needed to do. But this is a different situation with Austin Simmons because he's coming in as a true freshman. This is a rite of passage for that. Walker Howard ran the scout team at LSU last year. Austin Simmons is going to get that same time. And somebody with his ability running the scout team is going to give people an excellent look. His athleticism, all of that, going to be a fantastic quarterback. And also the reason that I think you need to pay attention to him is him and Walker Howard are starting to compete this fall. I guess two weeks' time, the competition, it'll be on. And it's going to happen. And you have two elite five-star level quarterbacks competing at quarterback for the 2024 job that we don't even know if Jackson Dart's going pro. There's so many unknowns. But that competition and those flashes, you're going to have people asking questions like, hey, how'd Walker Howard look? How did Austin Simmons look? And even though they know that Jackson Dart's probably going to win the quarterback job, they still want to know how the young guys are going to do. And that's why he is important. And is that is why he is on this top five list. Because, honestly, you're just excited about what's going on. Ole Miss's quarterback room has never looked like this in my lifetime. Never. Nobody over the under the age of probably 70 can even remember Ole Miss having a quarterback room that was halfway as stacked as this. And I always say that because like my dad was born in 1950. So he would have been like 12 years old whenever Glenn Griffin and those guys were running the halls. Whenever Jake Gibbs was around, he was like nine. But he could probably remember that team. So I'm putting the number at 70. But for everybody else, for those kids... The kids of those kids, this is a new animal in the history of Ole Miss football. Austin Simmons, Walker Howard, Spencer Sanders, Jackson Dart. And yesterday we talked about position battles and Jackson and Spencer, and I actually gave my opinion of what I think is going to um, fall out, although we have to wait to fall because I did acknowledge avenues that could happen where Spencer Sanders could win that job. But Austin Simmons... At Ole Miss has a chance to be unbelievably special. Just unbelievably special. We're, we're talking at level arm. He's been compared to Tua Tagovailoa. Um, and I think that's just because he wears 13 and is left-handed. But he also throws the ball really well. He's excellent at anticipation. You can see whenever he's using the ball all over the field, he's not afraid to try and fit it in there. He's confident in his arm. He, he is well beyond his 2025 classification. And as honest talent-wise, pretty close to his 2023 classification. 
So we'll see when fall camp starts and Austin Simmons starts spinning the ball around and Walker Howard starts spinning the ball around. They're, they're just a fantastic reps. Now, I do not know how much people are going to have access to practice to be able to see it, but open practices, open scrimmages, things like that, we're going to try and at least get Dalen Flowers in the building. We obviously have um, John Macon Gillespie that can put eyes on it as well. And we have other um, people that could also see what's going on. So I'm, I'm, I'm pretty fired up about what can happen. And these five freshmen, everybody talks about how, how elite of a transfer portal hall Ole Miss had. These five, they're special, dude. They are absolutely special. And people like to sleep on some of them. And they like to think, you know, what's happening? Woe is me. Recruiting's down. No. Numbers, low numbers does not mean recruiting's down. If you recruit at a high level, which Ole Miss did, getting Suntarian Perkins, a five-star-plus level player, Aiden Williams, a top 100-level player, one of the sites has them as a nearly top 50 player. This is important. And I do think some of these guys are going to show out because tradition, tradition says that. Because Davidson Igmanusen started day one. Tysheem Johnson started day one. Quinshawn Judkins had a huge role. If they can play, if they can contribute as a true freshman, they'll be on the field. And even some borderline players are probably going to be on the field. We Xavion Harris played last year. So we'll see exactly what happens. It should be a lot of fun. But these have been five names that I've been interesting, interested in freshman-wise. And I put a little highlights and intersperse those as well. So it should be a lot of fun. I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing exactly what they can do, how they mess with the transfers, with the veterans. This football team has a chance to be really good. And honestly, it starts with this recruiting class. Nobody's going to talk about that. The transfer portal has become the dominant issue. But somebody like Suntarian Perkins, somebody like Aiden Williams, they make both of their rooms exponentially better period. Anyway, thanks again for making the Locked On Almost podcast your first listen every day. Remember, is the middle of the summer. We're getting close to the all-star break in baseball, which means it could be a little bit interesting over the next couple of weeks on this show. We do want to thank you for tuning in. We're going to find ways to think of content like today, top freshmen that might emerge in a month. Um, Pretty fantastic stuff. We're also going to look to try and get interviews with prospects and current players as well on the channel. Just to keep the content fresh, thank you so much for tuning in. Please hit the subscribe button. Go ahead and give us a review on iTunes. All of that will be pretty fantastic. Thank you very much. And we'll see you tomorrow. Hotty toddy.